connecting entrepreneurs to the opportunities of space business. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Shelley Brunswick, Chief Operating Officer at the Space Foundation in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Welcome, Shelley. Thank you, Tanya. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm honored to be on your show today to talk about some wonderful, innovative opportunities in the space economy. And that's certainly a conversation that we like to have frequently is, is basically this evolution of, uh, of the space uh, de development. What is the mission of the Space Foundation? Excellent. Our mission is to inspire, connect, advocate, and educate on behalf of the global space community. And we have three core mission pillars, and that is space education, space awareness, and service to the space community. Tell us about the Space Foundation Center for Workforce Development and Economic Opportunity Initiative. A absolutely. The Center for Innovation and Education is something we've been working on for the last couple of years. But now with the COVID pandemic and millions uh, being laid off from their jobs and students working from home, there's no better time than now to be launching our Center for Innovation and Education. It's really about creating sustainable, innovative, um, workforce programs that provide workforce development and economic opportunity so all people from students to professionals can be part of the space economy. The space economy has grown to be a $415 billion market. Explain how the private sector has come to dominate space business in recent years. That is an excellent question. And as, as I like to highlight, the Space Foundation has been, been in business almost 40 years as a 501c3 nonprofit. And in the beginning, we really did business with two main entities, and that was NASA uh, and the, the DOD, the Department of Defense. So there was two customers. But over the last 40 years, we have seen the commercialization of space. And now next week, as a matter of fact, we'll be seeing a launch from Cape Canaveral of Americans launching an American rocket from America for the first time in almost a decade. So you're seeing this, but it's actually gonna be done by commercial companies. And so that's the great part of the difference over the last 40 years where you had government really driving the space, but now it's industry. And in the US, 80% of the space economy is commercial and the other 20% is the government. So there's never been a better time to be part of the space economy, especially if you're an entrepreneur. The Space Foundation already claims success with two pilot programs. Tell us about those. Absolutely. Obviously our goal is to inspire all individuals to be part of the space economy, and that's students to professionals, entrepreneurs, manufacturers. So we've created a special program that relates to entrepreneurship because entrepreneurs unleash innovation and bring that technology forward which better all our lives so one of our programs is our space commerce program that we created and that program i'm going to walk you through our workforce roadmap which kind of covers five disciplines how we partnered was initially we partnered with the u.s government the minority business development agency out of the department of commerce because we want to bring more individuals underrepresented groups into the space economy. So we look at minorities, women, underrepresented groups. So we partnered with MBDA, and the first thing we did is we made awareness. And so by partnering with MBDA, they reached out across the United States to all their MBDA centers, letting them know about this opportunity about the space economy. 
So we created awareness. Then we created um, access. And access related to, before COVID even came along, we were putting content online. So we created 15 webinars that anyone can access today about what is the space economy? What is entrepreneurship? What are things you need to think about? So it was awareness, access, and then it was training. We actually did workshops around the country to bring in these minority business enterprise um, business leaders to provide them with one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentorship coaching skills throughout the country. And then we connected them. What we did for some of the businesses is we gave them scholarships to come to our annual space symposium. And our annual space symposium is the premier global space event with 15,000 participants. So these companies, these minority business enterprises had an opportunity to connect with the global space community. And then lastly, it's about mentorship. We provided them a mentoring opportunity with space leaders. One company in particular that went through our program came out the other end, readjusted their strategy and now has multi-million dollar contracts. So that's an adult program. We have another program for high school and junior high students called our Junior Space Entrepreneurship Program. Similar roadmap with creating that awareness. Many students think, I don't know how to send somebody to Mars, but we teach them. How do you go to Mars? We put them in teams. We give them access. We give them access to the NASA technology transfer site so they can look at space technology and then they can look at commercializing it. Then we give them the training, not just in STEM disciplines, but in marketing, creating business plans, creating prototypes. Then it's about connecting them, connecting them to real practitioners and real problems that are our world faces that they can now create a pro uh, solution to solve. And then we provide them that mentorship again, giving them real space industry mentors to help them bring their product to market. So both programs really relate to the entire workforce, students to professionals. You say there are thousands of space patents waiting, waiting for entrepreneurs and, to commercialize. And large space enterprise rely on a deep and rich supply chain of small businesses. So what are the best ways for entrepreneurs and small companies to take advantage of those opportunities? That is an excellent question. So I like to say there's always two pieces of this. There's the tech transfer, which is government has technology and they allow um, entrepreneurs to commercialize it and take it to market. And then there's tech insertion. The government has challenges and you as an entrepreneur business leader can come to them with a solution. So depending on how you look at it, so you could consider SpaceX, Elon Musk came to the government with a solution. I'm gonna build a Falcon rocket. But NASA, if you go to their technology transfer office, has thousands of patents, and they relate to everything from healthcare and pharmaceutical, energy, um, the internet of things, financial technology, water desalination, growing food in austere conditions. So if you don't know what kind of entrepreneur you wanna be, but you know you wanna be an entrepreneur, that could be a great place to start. If you don't mind, I'd like to share another story with you from our space commerce program. We had a student from USC go through our program. He knew he wanted to be an entrepreneur, but he did not know how to do it. And after going through our program, he has now stood up his own company and he's taken it to market. So again, it's about providing that awareness that this is an opportunity, giving them access, training, connecting, and mentoring. So that's what we're here to do. Those resources, those resources 
from NASA are already available. Not only the best part with that is, they also have grants that can help you develop that technology. So it's not just getting the technology, you may be able to get the funding to create that first prototype. Shelly Brunswick, Chief Operating Officer at the Space Foundation. If somebody wants to connect with you, Shelly, maybe they want to understand more about the work that you're doing. How can they do that? Wonderful. Well, we ask them to join us, and you can do that by going to our website, spacefoundation.org, and we look forward to partnering with you and collaborating on making the world a wonderful place for all of us. Thanks again, Shelly. And find more of my interviews right here, or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.